Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go! All right, let's get this show on the road! Wingate Show. Top of the morning, everyone. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Here's your host, Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Woo! Bright and early. Welcome to Tuesday, October 17th, 2023. All the way, celebrity birthdays, this day in history, random facts. I'll tell you how you can get rid of some of that bulky waste that you have around the house coming up this weekend. Plus, we'll talk about the uh, Friday football matchups and airplane stalker. We're also going to do talking law today as well as tomorrow. We'll talk about that later. Plus, the weirdest Halloween costumes out there. A teacher fired for making TikTok videos. And is a coin flip truly random? We'll talk about all that and more today. Brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law. Online at OzarkJustice.com or call them 479-253-1234. Good morning to you. It is time for your celebrity birthdays here on Tuesday, October 17th, 2023. Whitney Carson from Dancing with the Stars, 30 today. Felicity Jones, star of Rogue One, is 40 today. Holly Holm, the MMA fighter who gave Ronda Rousey her first loss, is 42. Rapper Eminem is 51 today. Sharon Leal who is Tabby's mom on Pretty Little Liars, is 51. Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC is 52. Wyclef Wyclef Jean is 54 from the Fugees. Ziggy Marley is 55. Mike Judge, the guy who created Office Space and Beavis and Butthead, (laughs) is 61 today. Alan Jackson, country star, 65 today. Let's see, Bill Hudson... From the Hudson Brothers, Kate Hudson is his daughter with Goldie Hawn. And he is 74 today. George Went, who was Norm on Cheers, is 75. Let's see. Today, uh, today's National Payback a Friend Day and Clean Your Virtual Desktop Day. On this day in history, the first Cadillac completed in Detroit in 1902. Al Capone, convicted of income tax evasion on this date in 1931, 11 years in prison, released eight years later, and died after spending the rest of his life an invalid after being crippled by syphilis. In 1970, the song I'll Be There by Tito Jackson and the Jackson 5 hit number one on the pop singles chart, staying there for five weeks. Nobel Peace Prize given to Mother Teresa on this date in uh, 1979. Remember this, back in 1989, an earthquake struck San Francisco just before the third game of the World Series between the Oakland A's and San Francisco Giants, measuring a 6.9 on the Richter scale, killing 67 people and causing more than $5 billion 
in damage. Let's see. What else we got here? Come on. The judge, the Judds announced Naomi Judd's retirement from country music due to chronic hepatitis on this date in 1990. In 1997, on this date, more than 2,000 people jammed into an Aurora, Colorado church for the funeral service for John Denver, who'd passed away on October 12th when his home-built airplane crashed into the sea. And have you ever heard about this? In 1997, rapper Warren G. regulated on Garth Brooks with a lawsuit alleging that Garth had infringed on the rapper's trademarked Circled G logo settling, allowing both of them to use the letter G as their logo. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts. The nine largest metro systems in the world, which would be subways and light rail, are all in China. Six of them are less than 20 years old. The U.S. only has one of the 25 largest in the New York City subway. China doesn't just have the nine largest. They have 17 of the 25 largest, with 12 of them just having opened in the past 20 years. The nine largest metro systems in the world. A Japanese samurai visited Europe on a diplomatic mission in 1615 by sailing east to Mexico, then on to Europe. Japan wouldn't make another trip to Europe until 1862, over 200 years later. Okay. More people died developing long-range ballistic missiles during World War II than from those missiles actually being deployed. That's wild. That's, That's what you call a dangerous job, my friends. The PT and PT Cruiser, you know, the vehicle... Stood for personal transport. (laughs) Okay. And let's get one more here. There's a town in South Carolina called North. And it's in the central part of the state. It's called North South Carolina. That's not confusing at all. Those are your random facts. Good morning. Good morning to you. Happy Tuesday out there. Hope you are having a great morning so far. Want to remind you, today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com. By the way, next hour, we will be uh, doing a replay of last week's segment. We had some technical issues uh, here at the studio last week, so we'll be playing the segment with Greg Thurman, introducing everyone to Lisa Hussey as part of their team, so we'll do that in about an hour or so. And then we'll be talking about the uh, tailgate that we're going to be doing this Friday and the Friday football action as well coming up next hour. This weekend at the Carroll County Fairgrounds, if you've been waiting to get rid of some bulky waste items, this is the time to do it. It's happening 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Saturday. Uh, appliances, you got a hot water heater or a, an oven or, you know, I don't know, a... Uh, old washer or dryer, a grill or something like that, you can bring that by as many of those items as you want. It's all residential bulky waste. You're limited to three mattresses, pieces of furniture or sinks, toilets, etc. as well as three electronic items like TVs, computers, and microwaves. Let me tell you, if you're going to go do this kind of waste or dumping, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, normally it's it would cost you money. But this is free. Yes, I've taken 
stuff over to the uh, the station there on Industrial uh, Park Road, and uh, it, it, it costs you money. But not on Saturday, it doesn't. So if you've been waiting, this is the time to do it. 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Bulky Waste event for all of Carroll County out at the fairgrounds this Saturday. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Tuesday to you. Friday football action this Friday night yet again live right here on your radio. The Green Forest Tigers will be taking on Gravit at home. You can hear that game on 96.9 and 102.3 FM. Huntsville and Berryville squaring off on Friday night. You can hear that on 107.1 KTHS. We will be tailgating with goodies from the Harder House out at Good Coffee Company in Berryville prior to the game, 3.30 to 5. The Good Coffee Company, they have got some fantastic beverages there and treats, and they have a drive-up window. Yeah, so if you don't have time, cruise on by through there this morning. Get yourself some good coffee in the Hidden Treasures building. I always think of it as the old liquor store. Is that wrong? It'll always be the the liquor store to me. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, in Berryville on Main Street. So that's where we'll be on Friday, 3.30 to 5, to cheer on the Bobcats with the tailgate party and the Harder House at Good Coffee Company. We hope you will come on out. And, of course, if you can't make it to the game, check it out live right here on your radio. Good morning. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, this is uh, this is definitely a unique one. Perfect fit for Stranger Than Fiction. Uh, a 65-year-old man in New Hampshire named Michael Arnold has been arrested for stalking a woman for years. But he wasn't just following her around. He had a small airplane. And he would fly it over her house in New York and throw tomatoes on her roof from above. Sometimes he'd do these flybys up to three times a week, and she could definitely hear it. She said he'd fly so close that the doors and windows would rattle. What a psycho. The woman says she made repeated complaints but couldn't get the authorities to take her seriously, even when her neighbors corroborated her claims about the low-flying plane. And when they did, she couldn't get the police to work with the FAA. Yeah, he told the local news, uh, I might be able to, but I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. If you don't want to get involved, I can't get them involved. Apparently, there's some speculation that he had someone else fly the plane, that it wasn't actually him. He never even had a relationship with this lady. It started when he was a customer at her cafe. I guess he was kind of a creeper, and he emailed her out of the blue some photos that he shouldn't have done. He should, Yeah, he should, shouldn't have done that. Uh, she, warned him, she warned him to cool off, and then he started stalking and threatening her. Michael already had an order of protection against him, so now he's facing an additional eight counts of misdemeanor, criminal contempt, as well as one felony account, and flying too low. Also wasting tomatoes. That is stranger than fiction. Good morning. Good morning to you. Of course, normally at this time, tomorrow is when we do Talking Law. We will do Talking Law again tomorrow, but we're going to replay last week's segment where we met Lisa Hussey. We did have a slight technical issue, so all of it wasn't heard, but we're going to go ahead and do that again right now. In studio with Greg Thurman, we've met Trish Harp. We've met Stacy Sebi. Now, today, we are meeting Lisa Hussey. Greg, thanks for being in studio. What can you tell us about Lisa? Well, I thank you for having me back. It's always good to be in studio with you. So Lisa Hussey is, has been a legal assistant. She's in her 30th year. She started in 1993 uh, working for a lawyer, Steve Val, which I'm sure many of our listeners know. In 2006, she joined Wade Williams. 
Uh, Wade, as you know, when I was explaining about Wade's background, he had his own firm before he came on with my firm in 2015. So when when I got Wade uh, as a member of the firm in 2015, I probably got them, you know, as just as valuable as a person when Lisa Hussey came uh, because she brought all of her experience in serving not only Wade, but previously Steve Val. So she is definitely the one in our office that has seen and done it all as a legal assistant. She supports Wade Williams and Steven Williams. They have similar practices, uh, not identical practices, but similar practices. And so it made sense for her to be the lead legal assistant for those two attorneys. And so she, honestly, she does a great job. As many of our listeners know, she's been married to Jamie Hussey for many years. And Jamie used to be the manager of this radio station. And she just is somebody that, in my opinion, comes to work, does her job and does it well. Very good at just getting things done and, and not speaking spending a lot of time chit-chatting with everybody else at the office. I mean, she's she's social, but she likes to do her work and yeah. and, and get it done. And and, and Wade and, and Steven, they, they keep her busy. You know, I, I walk by, you know, her workstation and she'll have piles of, uh, of of stuff that, you know, Wade has given her, piles of stuff that Steven's given her, and she's just working away at it. And then, you know, answering the telephone and directing potential clients or existing clients, you know, to other staff members or, or, or to the attorneys. So it's a, it's a lot of multitasking in that job and and she's been doing it for many years and so she's seen the changes as well from the traditional lawyer dictates hands you you know the dictation and you do all the typing to today a lot of it is she maybe you know get an email from from one of her attorneys and say hey you know take a look at this document, please proof it, edit it, make changes, finalize it, and get it back to me. And so there's a lot of that. And, and I, I don't think there's a very much dictation that goes on now between those two and her. I think it's a lot more back and forth sharing of documents and that type of thing. She's got so much experience that, you know, they can hand her a, a file and with some notes to say, you know, give me a draft of this document, that document. And, you know, she knows exactly where to find that and to get it back to them. And then they look at it and they collaborate with each other and, and get the clients back in to get it, things executed or whatever. Yeah, that's fantastic. A reliable, stable, just no nonsense, get the work done kind of person that you can you can count on. You don't have to babysit right and you just she knows what she's doing. Maturity. I mean she yeah. she brought that from day one. Experience and maturity and and so we've been excited to have her. I knew when Wade made the decision to come on board, I was excited that he was bringing her. Steven, you know, was fortunate, I think, you know, as I was, you know, when I was a young attorney to to kind of inherit a legal assistant with experience. I mean, Darlene Parker who I spoke about in my segment discussing Stacy I had inherited her from a, a senior attorney, Louis Epley. And so she had been trained by somebody. And so she, you know, helped train me as a young lawyer. Yeah. Uh, Lisa has served that role with Steven as well. Now, obviously, Steven's been doing it long enough now that, you know, he doesn't need it. But but in those early years, it's always good to have somebody with that type of experience from the legal assistant side to, to know you've got to have a civil cover sheet when you're going to file that. You've got to have a summons. You know, the things that we're not really taught in law school, you know, we're taught how to draft complaints we're taught how to draft discovery we're taught all that but it's the procedural side of things you know when you file something what all has to be included in that filing cover sheets 
summons, what's the filing fee, things like that, that a seasoned legal assistant can provide a, a younger attorney. And so I, I was blessed to have that in my practice, and Stevan has, has, has benefited from that as well. When you're drafting different documents, when you're pursuing different cases, it's always good to have somebody that has seen these things before. And that's, you know, a big benefit. So her experience, you know, like I say, she's in her 30th year, valuable team member of Thurman and Flanagan. Another member of the Thurman and Flanagan team that is reliable and is going to have your back, Lisa Hussey. We look forward to next week. Who are we going to meet next week, Greg? You're going to meet the newest member of our Thurman and Flanagan team, Taylor Weaver. But the last name is not a new name in the legal community, not a new name in the legal community in Carroll County. So I look forward to telling you a little about Taylor. All right, and we will do that tomorrow morning at this time right here, Talking Law with Thurman and Flanagan. Good morning to you. Well, have you figured out what you're going to go for? For Halloween, go as. What are you going to go as? Well, it is uh, fast approaching. You might, you might want to figure that out. Here are some ideas, although they are the weirdest Halloween costumes out there, according to HuffPost.com. Ceiling fan. Some people are going as a ceiling fan with a hat that looks like a fan. Comes with a shirt that says, let's go ceiling. I don't know. Let's go ceiling. Okay. Uh, a utility pole. You can come as a utility pole. That's an idea. It's uh, a couple's costume. You're each a utility pole, and you're connected by straps that look like power lines. Okay. Uh, There is a before, during, and after costume related to the bathroom. It requires three people. One costume is a full roll of toilet paper. The other is an empty roll. And the third costume is, well, is is poop. So if you want to do that, you can do that. Uh, There's a botched surgery costume out there. Your whole body covered in bandages, so it looks like you had some cosmetic work done or something like that. Okay. A charcuterie board. I like this one. Everybody loves a charcuterie board. It hangs on your chest, has pictures of various meats and cheeses. Hey, let's see. What else? (laughs) Uh, I like this one. A Price is Right four-pack. You got to have four people. Each person wears a belt. That looks like the podiums that the contestants stand behind. One of you is bidding seventeen hundred, another is eight hundred, another is eight oh one, and then the last person is you know one dollar. Uh, another costume is a dumpster fire. Okay, a chicken nugget being dipped in sauce. Kind of a good kids costume, and so there you go. Those are some ideas for you. if you want to check it out. You can go to HuffPost.com. Those are some of the weirdest costumes out there in case you're looking for some ideas. So happy Halloween. <laughs> and by the way, next week we're going to be doing this um, giveaway for cash and candy when you hear the Halloween san- sounder. It's the uh, it's the spooktacular giveaway. It's starting next week right here on the radio, all right? Good morning. Good morning to you. Of course, you got all these people on TikTok. I actually do videos on TikTok to make extra money, and uh, it can be done. It's a lot of work. It, I mean, it's so much work. But uh, anyway, there are some people out there that are doing TikTok that actually have real jobs for extra money. And recently, a teacher who's also a comedian from Kansas lost his job. He posted this video on TikTok. I'm going to play the audio for you and uh, see see what you think. He says he was lying or joking around in this video, but do you think he should have been fired? Take a listen. 
Teachers, if a student is annoying you, just remember, you can lie. I teach history. I tell my students the wrong stuff all the time when they annoy me. I tell them that Abraham Lincoln invented the car. That's why it's named after him. I tell them Logan Paul and Jake Paul had a great-grandfather named Paul Revere because they don't even know how names work anymore. And I crop dust them. And then I just let it stew. And then I walk away and I go, oh, my God, it stinks over there. And then they have to sit with it. And you know what? They can't fire me because they need me too badly. Wow, that is uh, pretty bold. He says he was joking. And, of course, he's saying that he lies to kids and he can't be fired. And he was fired. So do you agree with the decision that this guy who is doing TikTok videos, who he says is, he's joking because he's a comedian, but do you think he went too far? Let me know. 870-505-1518. Good morning. Good morning to you. Well, sometimes when you're trying to settle something, you say, well, uh, let's uh, let's flip a coin, right? Yeah, before we get ready to kick off at a football game, what are we doing? We're flipping a coin, right, to see who uh, gets to elect to receive or kick off, right? A new study claims that coin tosses are not random after all. A new study says that coin tosses actually have a slight tendency to land on the same side that they started from. So if you flip a coin with heads up, it is slightly more likely, slightly, to land on heads. The study recorded more than 350,000 coin flips. They found that coins landed on the same side 51% of the time. 51% of the time, every time, rather than it being completely random and unpredictable with a 50-50 outcome. What's what's really weird is my son and I actually did this experiment, I don't know, probably a month ago. I was up in his room talking to him, and uh, we decided to put it to the test. And what's weird is... I'm trying to remember how we did it. We basically... I said, call it, and he... uh, When we did it, we realized he he was going to go either or every time. Or maybe it was the same one every time. And it was about six out of ten times it would land on whatever the same one was. So I can attest that this, uh, I believe this is accurate. 51%, of course, is still close to 50%, but it is statistically significant. In other words, a coin flip still random enough to decide where to get lunch, but this research could change things for more impactful stuff like gambling where high stakes are involved. This isn't the first time that someone has talked about the same side bias. Back in 07, researchers from Stanford did the math and determined that vigorously flipped coins tend to come up the same way they started, 51% of the time. So it's been verified in two studies. If In both of these experiments, the coins were flipped and then caught. There was no bouncing. Okay, the coins were caught in the tosser's palm. Sometimes people slap the coin down on a table or the back of their other hand, thus turning it over once. If you do this, then it's the reverse of the same side bias and gives a 51% chance to the side that was down. Oh, my goodness. Now this just throws everything I just said out the window because I flip it, catch it, turn it over on the back of my other hand. That's what we were doing. Uh, Yeah, so this is for all kinds of coins, by the way. Even different currencies. So, anyway, I don't know what we learned here. I guess if you catch it, flip it up, catch it in your hand, 51% of the time it's going to land the same side up that you started. If you do the whole catch and flip it over, it's going to be the inverse of that. So whatever's on the bottom when you flip it is going to come up 51% of the time. 
fascinating stuff from Popular Mechanics. Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review. Rate us whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up. Show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.